Hi, welcome to this Business Leader Breakthroughs mini-sode, where we highlight the best bits of a previous show episode. If you enjoy these quick insights and want to check out the full episode, you'll find the link in the show notes. Or go to thebreakthrough.co. Now let the breakthroughs begin. We've got a topic we'd like to discuss today and it's around mindfulness. Something that many of us have probably associated with meditation, Mm -hmm. uh, yoga, uh, there's probably an entire movement uh, currently around people living their lives in a Mm. more mindful Mm. way. Mm. Everything from taking uh, care and thinking about how you're eating to taking time out to to ponder uh, life. What's our context around mindfulness? Our context is mindfulness at work, and that's at both levels of physically at work and mindfulness in kind of operation, if you like. It is about simply being present and open in the moment. And it really is quite a fundamental philosophy that we've got in our programs about uh, the stuff at work is they're actually all vehicles for exercising mindfulness. And there's no meditation involved. Mindfulness is simply being present and open and engaged in the moment. I guess the setting for that is that most of us live in default settings. We cruise on autopilot, we do what we've always done, our brains, uh, you know, they use a lot of energy, so what what our brains like to do is seek out the familiar. Our brains, our minds, are always likely to go for the easy answer over the right answer. And have it. Because habit. Because yeah. habit takes very little conscious thought. It's yeah. something we can just cruise on through. Uh, we've probably all do, done that one where we've driven to work yeah. and gone, you know what, I actually can't remember I a can't single remember part that. of that, yeah. that drive because yeah. it was all on autopilot. It was through through habit. And if we bring that autopilot state into our uh, workday mm. life, our chance of greatness is reasonably slim. Uh, our path to greatness is somewhat blocked. It is. Even. It yeah, is. and I think the habit bit enables our brains to, to switch off. And our brains, because they consume 75% of our energy in a day, even the thought process consumes energy. So quicker just to go to what you know, stick with the habit, stick with the instinct as opposed to the conscious thought. Before we get to how you might build mindfulness into your work environment, what does the lack of mindfulness look like? It looks like doing the same thing over and over and somehow expecting a different result doesn't happen. Mm. I observe a lot of people operating in the busy. They are in this mindset, oh, I've just got so much to do and I've, mm. I don't know, don't have enough time to do it. And they're really just jumping from one thing to the next, not really being very present around what is this task or this next project mm. that I'm doing? Is it going to add value to the organization? Is it mm. the best next use of my time, my resource, mm. my energy? Mm. And really just jumping from one thing to the next, not actually stopping to reflect and, and be mindful. Mm. about uh, is that the next best thing to be doing. Kind of, kind of mistaking activity for results. Yep, that's yeah. great insight. It's always a challenge at work when there's a lot on is to step back and say, you know, and we've, you know, we've got a lot of activity at the moment in, this, sure. in these last few weeks and there's a lot going forward and part of what I'm trying to do and I can feel myself sort of struggling with it, I want to get in and do this and do that and do that. And just hold fire, hold on, think. Think about what it is that we're trying to get to, the much bigger picture, not just the next, you know, the next few weeks or the next month or even the next three months. That's think, what do we do now that takes us towards where we want to be in three years, not three weeks. Correct. And that doesn't mean, you know, I kind of sit there and contemplate because and, that wouldn't work, would it? No. No, <laughs> certainly not. 
Look, I find some things that work uh, well for me. Uh, firstly, the acknowledgement that there will always be more things to do than there is time to do it in. Mm. I've been asking uh, business owners and business leaders for years, have you ever left the office at the end of the day and not have another single thing you could do? Mm. I'm yet to have someone say that's been my, my case. Mm. All right? So there's always will be more to be done. So that suggests that we have to get really clear on we've got more to do than what we've got time, so what are we going to spend our, our time on? Exactly. We can be systematic about mindfulness. We can have systems and processes that support mindfulness. And that's one of them, you know, the principles that we've talked about. So one of the principles we operate on is there's only one thing in the doing column. There can only be one thing. It's actually a good mindfulness thing because the easiest thing in the world is to just start this, start that, start that, and you've got 17 things that are underway and none actually getting finished. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you've got to go choose one, it's, that's such a great mindfulness principle. Of all the things you could do, you may only choose one. That will force you to go, hmm, of all of those, that one there is the most important. That's an act of mindfulness. You are present, you're engaged, you're going, there's all this stuff going, you know, you're actually thinking about it as opposed to just going in alphabetical order or date order or yes. the list of, you know, whichever one's been kind of written over the most with the most exclamation marks, you know. So even that is an example of mindfulness. But you, if you want to go further... The challenge is that in the normal course of events, to get yourself into that mindfulness, go into active mode. When this happens, when you're making, trying to make a decision, when you're trying to have a difficult conversation, stop. Mm -hmm. That's what you got to do first, right? Is stop. And what you're stopping is your brain. There's a whole lot of worrying going on as all our programs of what we know, what we've learned, and the habits of thought. They all run and take us to a place stop it there and go what's the best thing to do in this situation and that's you know that is mindfulness mindfulness at work yep. so if someone was wanting to start with being more mindful at work what would be some easy tips for them to get get started well i guess the next time that you're going to start an activity the next piece of work you're going to do and whatever it is stop and say to yourself is this something only i can do and that's great a, first question. It's a great first question because, my, oh, uh, well, no, actually somebody else could. Well, so why are you doing it? I think that's a really good place to start and then trying to identify the next piece that's going to add value or is literally important, not urgent. And we've mentioned previously that idea of going, just pausing for a moment going, yeah. how important is this thing going to be tomorrow, next week, next month, next year? Mm. And it really gives you some space to go, actually, you know, maybe this thing is not that important. For those of you who may be a little sceptical around mindfulness, and I think there is a, a certain amount of the population, mm. they're like, oh, mindfulness, it's, it's that or that Om, stuff yeah it's on yeah, yeah. just think about if you had every single person in your organization thinking very what we call actively mm. or mindfully every time they're about to start something mm. they were going asking some of these questions yeah. we've seen it we know what a difference it makes yeah. to organizations it's transformational having yeah. having your whole organization thinking through yeah. in that, yeah. that way